Coming up. Verse 7 goes on and says, as you endure this divine discipline, this divine discipline, endure it. Remember that God is treating you as his own child. Treating you as his own child. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, listen, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. Yeah. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. There are some things about God that every believer should always keep in mind. First of all, God is, was, and always will be. Join us for the message series, God Is, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn walk through some of the qualities of God that we can confidently put our trust in. Here's the 10th message in the series, The Love of God, Part 2. The third uh, truth about the love of God is it compels us to love in return. And y'all should be feeling that right now. After us talking what we talked about, you should be, you should feel the, 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 com the compulsion to love God back after just thinking about how much God has loved you. That's right. That's right. You know, mm -hmm. and so look what it says here in first John four nineteen. It says we love because he first loved us. Mm -hmm. That's why we love. And so we should be compelled to love God back. Just Lord, I, I, I Lord, you, you show me so much love. Just like we do when if a human being, another person did something great for you, you know, you, you know how it is. Just something simple as opening the door, right? Yeah. Somebody opened the door for you. Say you're going into this double door building and you go, you have to go through two doors to get all the way in. And then they open the door for you for the first door. Most of us, at least I hope, <laughs> will open the second door for them so they can go through first. Yeah, we hope. So I hope, yes. I hope, I yes. hope. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But you understand what I mean, how when they love you like that or they demonstrate love for you that way, you are compelled to return it. Mm -hmm. right. Particularly when you have an opportunity. It's a second door. You got an opportunity. Amen. Or do you just go through the first door, open the second one yourself and keep walking? Wait, 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 how, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. And so God loving us compels us to love him in return. Amen. Uh, as we've been talking so far about how God has loved us, yeah. Um, it we we just ought to really be compelled. And it's 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 baffling. Um, that um, many people aren't compelled to love, mm -hmm. even with the great love that God has shown, or even right. when you show them love, when you do something, as I gave the analogy, mm -hmm. I just opened the door for you. I just opened, I mean, like seconds ago, I opened the door for you, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you just didn't even hold the door for me, mm -hmm. um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You get so focused. And here's the thing about that, is that and I, I've seen this happen. And I, I guess I would say at some point I may have been guilty myself that you get so focused on whatever it is that you're focused on. That it 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 captures your complete thought process. Mm 
and you don't even think to do the to, to do the loving thing. Mm-hmm. I experienced this, you know, uh, um, at work at times. We're walking through the hallway, and people are so focused on where they're going, they don't even look at you, and they don't say good morning. And I've even said good morning to people, and they just were so focused. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. And I know they heard me. They had to hear me. Y'all know my voice mm-hmm. gets loud. Yep. Um, and they don't even say good morning. Yeah. And it could be some other reasons about that. I yeah, don't know. Could be some other reasons. But the point I'm saying is that sometimes if we're not careful, we can get so focused that we don't do the loving thing. It can happen while we drive in our vehicles. Yeah. It can happen while we're in the mall. Yeah. And we don't do the obvious loving yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And I want to implore you to avoid those situations that you keep at the forefront of your mind, the love that God has shown to us so that we will reflect Mm -hmm. the love of God. So the fourth uh, truth about the love of God is it covers our sin and wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. It covers our sin and wrongdoing. Proverbs 10, 12 says, and we read this in our, um vision casting mm-hmm. um again i didn't plan this it just kind of worked out yeah. it says uh, proverbs 10 12 hatred stirs up conflict but love covers all wrongs Amen. love covers all wrong mm-hmm. and we ought to be glad for that because we couldn't number all the things we've done wrong in our lives we couldn't num- number them Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Right. It, right. It, it's a huge number y'all right it's, it's a huge number you know, some things we do knowingly but there's some things we do unknowingly we we do something wrong and don't even realize it so yeah there's so many wrongs yeah, that's happening but, all the time yeah but there's a reason you don't realize it too. <laughs> 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 see there's a reason there's a reason there's a reason you don't you don't realize it, yeah you know and it's and i gave you an example how you're so focused on yeah, something of true. yourself uh-huh. and you don't realize that you just cut a car off yeah. you know you yeah. just didn't say hi you just didn't open the door mm-hmm. you just somebody needed help and you didn't even notice it mm-hmm. you know all kinds of stuff it, and so there's a reason why we don't know it mm-hmm. um yeah. jesus tells us that um the all the commandments hang on the first two loving god and loving your neighbor he said if you do those two you're gonna you're gonna fulfill all the rest of them Mm -hmm. you won't covet you know you won't lie you won't you know all that kind of stuff yeah and so um god wants us to love and so and love can covers cover on and i'm so glad because i can't number all the my sins and things i've done wrong i'm so glad that god's love his willful love for me covers it all and amen. god has demonstrated it amen. and you thank god and then you know you know in your own life from in your relationships um people who have extended forgiveness to you uh they 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 get a great place in your heart they get a great place in your heart and i'm sure you've experienced that mm-hmm. um when people just cut you some slack mm-hmm. they give you the benefit of the doubt they you know they look over your 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 shortcoming yeah you they have a they have a great place in your heart mm-hmm. and so we know how that works and even with god amen and then the fifth truth 
about the love of God is it corrects our wrongdoing. So not only does it cover our wrongdoings and sin, it corrects too. See, some of us like the cover part, but we don't like the correcting part. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. Mm-hmm. You know, some of us, we're good about getting covered, but we don't like the correcting. <laughs> you know, All right. uh, the, the police officer pulled you over for speeding. And he says, it's okay, you know, uh, I'm going to let you go. And then they hand you the ticket anyway. And you're like, I thought you you're thinking, you know, I hope you don't say it. I'm thinking like, I thought you was going to let me go. Well, I did let you go because you were going so fast over the speed limit, I could arrest you. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I, I could arrest you right now, impound your car and take you to jail. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do that. So I'm just going to give you the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. See? So you you may not be understanding. Just like and just like our saying, we thinking, you know, we thinking we, we did something wrong. We told a little white lie. Yeah, but according to the scripture, that white lie, the 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 the, the consequences of that is death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Bible's very clear. The wages of sin is death. Yeah. Yeah. So you, 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 God is saying I, you, there's there's a penalty mm-hmm. and it's death and I'm not going to kill you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we got to be careful yeah. about how we declare and want justice because do you really? <laughs> and that's the beauty of the we all be dead. Yes. <laughs> and that's the beauty of Christ dying for our sins in our place. Mm-hmm. And God demonstrating and showing his willful love for us. Mm-hmm. And we ought to return that love back to him. Amen. Because of that. Look what it says here in, in terms of him it uh, of uh, the love of God correcting our wrongdoings. Mm-hmm. We got to get this. This is important. Hebrews 12, 6 and 8 says, For the Lord disciplines those he loves. Mm-hmm. And he punishes each one he accepts as his child. Let that get into your spirit. The Lord, he disciplines the ones he loves. Mm -hmm. And he punishes those who are his children. It's a byproduct. It comes with being a child of God, that God will discipline and punish you. Mm -hmm. The goal is to correct you so that you will become more like him. Yeah. He wants to shape you because y'all know, y'all know if you didn't get the punishment or the discipline, you would still be doing some mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. I know I would. Mm-hmm. I would still be yeah. doing some yeah. stuff. Yeah. If it didn't have consequences, because mm-hmm. that's how jacked up we are. Remember the image, that bottle of mildew and all that. That's us. Mm-hmm. Filthy. Filthy. None of us are righteous. Mm-hmm. No, not one. And so the scripture is saying God loves us and it shows up not only with him blessing us with good things, but also correcting us and disciplining us and punishing us or chastising us mm-hmm. so that we will change and transform and become more like him. Verse seven goes on and says, as you endure this divine discipline, this divine discipline, endure it. Remember that God is treating you as his own child, Mm -hmm. treating you as his own child. 
Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, listen, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. Yeah. So be careful about not wanting the discipline and not wanting the correction and the punishment that God dishes out. Because if he doesn't do it, it means you're not really his child. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I want to be God's child. Yeah. So God, correct me, please. Mm -hmm. You know, make me more like you. Yes. Because I understand that it's a reflection of you being my father and me being your son. Amen. That's how father and son get down. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, love me with correction. Because I want to be more like you. We should feel that way. We should desire that. Amen. From a loving God, not just the good stuff, but also Amen. the correction. Amen. Look what it says in First um, John three one. We read this earlier too, as we before we listened to the song. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the one you love. The song said. It says here in 1 John 3, 1, see what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. The fact that we're called children of God, and we just talked about children of God get disciplined and punished. Mm -hmm. But he, the text is telling us that's God lavishing his love on us. That's God loving us mm -hmm. in a great way. It's a great love. It's not a little love or light love. He, it's a great love for God to discipline and punish us because we are his children and that he had, he would love us that much, not only call us his children, but treat us like a child, yes. like his child. Yes. And it goes on to say, and that is what we are. Mm -hmm. Praise God that that is what we are. The reason the world doesn't know us is that it did not know him. Mm -hmm. Amen. So God, the world doesn't know us because it doesn't know God. And the fact that God disciplines me says that I'm his child and that I know God. I'm in relationship yeah. with God. The sixth truth about the love of God is God commands us to love him and each other. God's commands it. He commands us to love each other and to love him. It's not a suggestion. Look what it says in John 14, 15. <clears throat> if you love me, this is Jesus talking. If you love me, keep my commands. Right. If you love me, keep my commands. Mm -hmm. Notice that I can demonstrate my love for God by keeping his commands. And guess what happens? When I keep his commands, I don't have to get the discipline and the punishment. Right, right. <laughs> Y'all get what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. here's the thing. Whether I keep his commands or not, God's going to love me. Y'all yes, <laughs> yes. get this? Yeah. He's going to love me. He's going to love me with the discipline or the correction. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to say, well, I should have just did what he told me to do in the right, first place. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. But he's going to love me because I'm his child. Mm -hmm. 
And we feel the same way about our children. We're going to love our children, but we want our children to, we want what's best for our children. When we stop caring for what's best for them, we're not being their parent any longer. Amen. We need to continue to look out for what's best for them. Amen. And so Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commands. Mm -hmm. It's a command to love God. Yes. And then it says here in John 13, 35, by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And this is a command. God is commanding his children to love each other. You would tell your children the same things, Mm -hmm. to love each other, to treat each other right, with honor and respect, look out for each other. Yeah. And Jesus says, the world's going to know, everyone's going to know that we are his followers when we love one another. Mm -hmm. And so God is commanding us to love one another, y'all. We got to love one another and it has to be palpable. It has to be tangible. It has to be experienced and seen. Whenever we're together, who's ever watching and they should be able to sense the love we have for each other. That's right. They should say, you know, I don't know those folks. You know, I don't know their names. I never met them before, but I can tell you one thing. They love each other. Yeah. That should be their sentiment Mm -hmm. when they come into and experience God's children together. They should say, wow, show them folks sure love each other. Mm -hmm. And that's how we should um, uh, respond to God's love for us by loving each other, loving him, first loving him and then loving each other. Yes. And then the last one, and it's, it's a big one. And I want to make sure we get this. And sometimes we, you know, we 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 hear about this, they, they talk about this in weddings and stuff, and which is which is cool. But this scripture is really not talking about that kind of love. The it's not talking about the romantic love. Hopefully, when folks get married, they are first of all children of God, right? Mm-hmm. And thus. They have access to the love of God, the willful love. Now, we know that's not the case, because if that was the case, we wouldn't have the high divorce rate that we had. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. If folks was, was exemplifying this love we've been talking about today, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be as many divorces. Yeah. Okay. It just wouldn't be. Um. And so, and look here, what it says here, the seventh point is this, it makes um, the love of God, it makes our actions in life count. Mm -hmm. It makes our actions in life count. The love of God does. Look what it says in 1 Corinthians 13, one and three. It says, if I could speak, all the languages of earth and of angels, but did not love others, mm-hmm. I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Mm-hmm. I want that to sit with you. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you you you're not just bilingual or even trilingual. You quadruple lingual. You you know whatever the quintuple lingual. <laughs> you know you you the millionth lingual. Whatever it is, you can speak. <laughs> You can speak all language and you can even speak a- a- languages of angels. Mm-hmm. But the text tells us if you don't love others, though, mm-hmm. right. it ain't making no sense. Whatever you, all the languages you know, makes no sense to nobody mm-hmm. because it's just a clanging symbol. It's yeah. just noise. Mm-hmm. If there's no love. It reads on verse two. If I had the gift of prophecy, Mm-hmm. And if I understood all of God's secret plans, me and God roll like that. I know a secret plan. <laughs> if I possess all knowledge, if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. You mean if I had the faith to say, okay, Mount Everest, I want you over here. I want you, I'm gonna move you from one hemisphere of earth to the other. You know, if I if I had the faith to do that, it says I still wouldn't be nothing. Not without love. Without love. Mm-hmm. Y'all, 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 see, this is important. This is important for us to get here so that we understand this, this love of God and this love that God wants us to have. Mm-hmm. As his children, he wants us to to reflect his nature. Mm -hmm. And this is one of his uh, attributes that is transferable to us. We can love like God loves. We can't love like God all the time, like God loves like that all the time. Remember, he's omnipresent. He's everywhere all the time. He's 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 transcendent. And um, he's sovereign and all those kinds of things. We don't have all of that. But God has made his love transferable so that there are times where we can exhibit this willful, unconditional, spiritual love to God and to each other. Mm -hmm. God has made that transferable. Mm -hmm. And God says, if you got faith, you prophesy, you know God's secret plans, but you don't have love, you're still nothing. It doesn't count for nothing. It counts for nothing. It counts for nothing. Mm-hmm. And then verse three says, if I gave everything I have to the poor mm-hmm. and even sacrifice my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing, nothing, nothing. So the love of God, it makes our actions in life count. Yeah. They count for something. And if you don't have the love of God, it counts for nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many awards you receive, how many degrees you get, how much money you make. It doesn't matter how many people you oversee or lead, how big your organization or corporation is, how many zeros you got behind you on your bank account, how many initials are behind your name, how many trophies on your trophy case, how many certificates on your wall. It doesn't matter how many clothes in your closet, how many shoes in your closet, how many dresses and suits in your closet. It doesn't matter how many cars in your driveway, in your garage. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It means nothing. It counts for nothing without love. Hmm. Without love. 
And we're talking about agape love, the willful love. Yes. Unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Love that you decide to have, to possess, to express. Yeah. God says you don't have that. Counts for nothing. Amen. Amen. It's a goose egg. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the love of God is important. Mm -hmm. And it's important that we embrace it. We yeah. receive it. Yeah. That we reflect it. Yeah. We gotta really, really take that in. That we live it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And think about right now, think about right now, somebody that you know, you know who they are that you could love. You could decide to love better. Somebody you know. They might not be that far away from you, mm -hmm. but you can make that decision. You know, I'm going, I'm going, I, I, I need to take my love up. I need to love. Yeah. Instead of me pontificating about what I know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let me express the love of God instead because it means more than what I know because I can have all the answers, but if I don't have love, still nothing. Yes, still nothing. Yes, yes, yes. And God wants us as his children to reflect that kind that kind of love. Amen. Look what 1 Peter 4, 8 says. <clears throat> we read this earlier too. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Yes. God is commanding us to love deeply, y'all, to love deeply. Love each other deeply. And the reason he commands us to do it is because that's the love he has. And that's the love he's expressed to us. A deep love. And we've been talking about that today. Even when we were unlovable, even when we didn't deserve it, even when we are sinning, we're sinners running from God. He loved us so deeply. And that love should cause us to want to love him deeply and love others deeply. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, Pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you 
to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. Too often we get so caught up in only seeing what is visible. Right, right. And we fall to the victim, to the culture. Because the culture puts more emphasis on what's visible. Oh, I gotta look, I gotta make sure I look right. Yeah. I gotta make sure my fit is tight. I gotta make sure my head is, you know, I gotta, I gotta put on this, this external appearance because man looks at the parents when God looks at the heart. And the culture says you gotta get this right. You gotta make sure your 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 car is washed and spot and climbing and waxed. And even though if it takes you five hours to do it, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Oh, oh, I spent five hours on my car and I didn't even pray for two minutes today? Something is wrong. Thank you for listening.